Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. I think we would both say Horizon Zero Dawn is one of the best games, not maybe best, but favorite games of both of ours. Oh yeah, for sure. Easy, Absolutely. easy, easy. <laughs> so I think we've both been waiting for the last five years for yeah. what was going to come next for Horizon. Just getting a little tease, I think we're both really excited. So mm -hmm. um, I have played through all of Horizon Forbidden West. I'm working yep. on getting the platinum. I've got a few trophies left. How many hours did you play? I'm just curious. Do you know what your final hour time was? I'm, I'm still going. I think main story with a little bit of side quests here and there was maybe 35. Okay. But that was, that was, I got, no, no, was that's like, fine. I, I didn't no, finish I, it. I put, I put 40 into it. <laughs> and I think Doug's right around the 60% mark at 40 hours. So Doug yeah, did a lot yeah. of side quests, didn't finish it. I finished it going yeah. back i'm now around probably 50 hours going back through trying to get all the mm -hmm. side quests and everything like that but yeah um this game is amazing it is amazing it's, it's better than i could have imagined in like every possible way because i think with horizon it yeah. was so unique and it did so many interesting things it told a really interesting story that i wasn't expecting the gameplay mm -hmm. was super tight that it's one of those things where when you look at the sequel my thought was going to be they're, they're just going to do it again and i'm going to have that samey feeling and there's yeah. none of that here for me yeah I, w I was really worried with the um i think when they were kind of advertising this thing is that so horizon zero dawn had an a plot we always me and brad talking about, talk about an a plot and a b plot a yep. plot was all this tribal stuff not that interesting b plot was all this like cool what the world of horizon zero dawn is so but that story, the, the cool what the world of Horizon Zero Dawn kind of wrapped up. So going into this game, I was like, oh, crap, it's going to be just the tribal stuff. But what they did was something that was very, very clever, I think, was that instead of just having A plot and B plot, they mixed them together really, really well. Yes. Which made, I don't think, I, and I didn't finish the game. I don't think there's anything as interesting maybe as that B plot from Horizon Zero Dawn. But just I think the main plot was just so much stronger um, in this game and it was like my biggest worry was like okay well i don't know if we're how, how interested am i in tribal politics stuff they have a little bit of that they yeah. do have a lot of that actually i'd say um but the way they mix in some of the old world stuff into the new world i think was like really clever and smart and i think that's ultimately why i was just like this that's why i like this a lot better i think just the immediate story was just so much more interesting yeah and i think i think they kind of learned the lesson that that is the story that people are interested in is what mm -hmm. happened to the old world? How did the new world evolved? And because you're now going West, you're going out of the area that you knew from zero dawn. Mm -hmm. They're able to explore it a little bit more and people know a little bit more. And I think they slowly, as you go through the game by the end, that tribal stuff is almost gone. Mm -hmm. It slowly does like f filter out and it starts, it does start a little weak it starts yeah. more focused on the tribal stuff. You're trying to like set up an embassy or something for the one king. It starts oh God, with some I of that. About that. Yeah. yeah, it starts with like this weird like <laughs> political stuff between the tribes, and by the end of it, um, that kind of peters out, and you're just back in on the what happened a thousand years ago and how that's influencing the events that are being told right now. And I think part of the strength here, like you said, is that it moves that up from being this background mystery. And I think yeah. Zero Dawn had to do that because that was kind of the fun of Zero Dawn was going, oh mm -hmm. shit, this is Colorado. Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. our yeah. world a thousand years. And here's like the landmarks from it. And here's this. And part of the fun of Zero Dawn was discovering that. And that was my fear as well, that because there wasn't that discovery of what happened to create this world, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be as engaging. And then here it's not, okay, well, 
now you know it. So let's really dig in deep to what really happened, how things were effective. Let's get into some of the nitty gritty of like, mm-hmm. how did this world come to be? How did Aloy get here? We know she's a clone. How does that play into? Where does all this come from? How does all that yeah. get put here into where we are now for her? And it's really, really goes through all of that in a great way that I think mm-hmm. slowly makes you kind of realize, okay, we can have this cool world without that mystery element to it. Yeah, and I think I think what they did is they made some really really smart story decisions. Um, that when, on on first pass they like seem kind of stupid. Um, they use this. I'm going to say this this plot trick. I'm going to call Aloy's bag of focuses. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the whole okay. One of the big things with Horizon Zero Dawn is that the reason those plots are so separated is because Aloy is the only person who knows about this stuff. Aloy and like, maybe two other characters know yeah. how this world really functions. Um, but they do this fun thing called uh, literally it's just a one-off line where Aloy is like, I have a bag of focuses. Don't worry about it. Um, but the cool thing is that she starts introduce she introduces more of those tribal characters to the truth of what's going on. And I think that I thought was the kind of fun is that you realize Aloy is not really special. Aloy is a clone, but she's not like, that's it. That's like her special ability, but her knowledge base can be shared with anybody. Really? Yeah. It's not like, you know, the, the secrets of the whatever it's like well actually anybody can really learn that and i think that's i think that's the big way they used to pull it pull it up um pull the the b plot and the a plot was like her teaching people about the old and they they play with that in so many fun unique ways i think with the plot <laughs> yeah um that well, I, I think it's just really yeah and then even going from i think kind of from the point where you are a little bit some of the characters you encounter as you go through the game have mm-hmm. other sets of knowledge because hers isn't the only focus that had ever existed clearly now like in the first game like that is kind of her special thing is she has this and nobody else does Mm -hmm. as you travel to this new area and these new different parts of this area there are groups that have had these things going on and have learned things from this for years and years and there's characters Mm -hmm. who've had just as much experiences and different experiences and seen different pieces of information Mm -hmm. that really influence how they see what happened in the old world Mm-hmm. And how that connects here. So you've got Aloy's perspective, which was completely based around Project Zero Dawn and Elizabeth Sobek. Oh, and sure. And then you have yeah, these yeah. other people who weren't in the same area where that all was happening. And they were coming from a different out west, different parts. And they're having a completely different retelling of what's happening than she mm-hmm. is. And the interaction between Aloy and some of those gets really, really interesting because a lot of what makes Horizon cool is the knowledge base that she has. Mm -hmm. So when you challenge that with some other people, it gets really, really interesting with what they do with some of that later on in the game. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's, I just think, I think it just made that, that as a result of all of that, just made that eight, that mainline plot interesting. I didn't realize, I didn't know that. See, I know I've been distracted by Elden Ring, but like I'd play just a, I played it like maybe half hour before we started this to kind of fresh it up a bit. And I was like, this game's pretty fucking good. I, it, it's one of those games where if I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. If I tried to play something else, yeah. like, I just, I'd want to play more horizon. I don't platinum any games. <laughs> sure. Like I don't try and do that, but I was sitting yeah. here, I beat it maybe four or five days ago. And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to play next? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'll try that. I turn it on. And I'm just like, I, I'm just going to go play more horizon. Cause I think that's <laughs> yeah. the other thing that this nails too, is the gameplay. Like the gameplay is a clear step oh, yeah. up. Um, all just and the first one had great gameplay too, but it's just, everything feels super tight all the movements are great um just they it's it's a game of refinement i think more than introducing new things i don't think there's much new here 
but it's very, very sure. refined from what it was in Zero Dawn. Yeah, I feel like I actually I, I should have done this beforehand, but I know during our spoiler cast during Horizon Zero Dawn, I listened to it kind of recently to sort of freshen up. It's not a great thing to freshen up with our spoiler cast, but it was interesting. At the very <laughs> least. <laughs> um, but when the thing at the end, it's like, here's what I want from Horizon Zero Dawn too, and it's like, oh, they just did all that, like all the things I wanted. Yeah, they did, and I, and I could I understand what you're saying. It's an evolutionary thing for sure, um, but I feel does it? It feels more like like kind of like an Uncharted two almost. Like it's so much more improved. It's I wouldn't say it's like a. I understand what you're kind of saying. It's like an evolutionary sequel but everything it does it just does like light years better in yeah. my opinion than the first game i think the one thing i really 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 enjoyed probably more than anything is that for the robots they like leaned into dinosaurs a lot harder on this oh, one yeah I, on the pre in the previous one there's like the t-rex i think that's the only dinosaur everything else is like inspired by live by like present day fauna and this one is just like why don't we just do some crazy shit yeah <laughs> um uh, which I mean, I guess a spoiler for the first boss, and they showed in the thing is a giant cobra. There's no it's giant so cool. cobra. There's like <laughs> no real giant cobra, and it was uh, awesome. And the the mechanics they have with the new ones, which are a little bit more complicated, like you have to tear. They definitely get dug more into like, okay, you really got to tear off this piece first. You really got to tear off this piece second, and yep. then. Um, and I, I really, really enjoyed that. I think that was my, I think that's probably my favorite change. While they're like you're saying, there's like a lot of little minor stuff. I just think like leaning real hard into dinosaur stuff and like just crazier creatures i think they, they decided to play like a little bit less safe which i think was like much more interesting as a result yeah everything and again i haven't i wanted to go back to it i just never ended up having time but I, in my mind mm. when i think of zero dawn i think a lot of like four-legged like big mm. cat type creatures like that's that's sure, what i yes. picture like yeah, yeah. in my mind that is the the machines of horizon zero dawn and this there's just there's so much more variety you run mm-hmm. into there's like a kangaroo one like <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually, that's the one in the back of my, i was thinking about that one yeah, yeah. like it's they're, they're just so weird they're so unique uh and they're just they're all fun they all have their weird little intricacies where you know the best way to approach them after you've fought them three or four times mm-hmm. you go okay like this is one that maybe i need to melee a little bit more this is one that i really like you're saying i really do need to go for those tear off points and i really do need yeah. to hit it with this there's a couple eventually that you get to where it's like you're just if you're not going to use your elemental stuff you're just completely fucked like you have to use your elemental stuff which doesn't plan quite as much as i would like but there are a few moments here and there where it's like oh i haven't been doing this and oh i did it and now this is really easy yeah it was it was interesting because i i played on hard and i know and i actually i swapped it to normal because uh i'm getting Yay, my hard game you. out of i'm getting my hard game out of elden ring i'm getting what i need from elden ring i don't <laughs> need another hard game to play um but i think the one thing I, I i'm kind of i'm curious how you felt about it playing on normal because on hard you really really had to lean into the weaknesses to the point where like if you weren't using the weaknesses you were just screwed mm-hmm. um and, and to me like i didn't um i didn't like it because what ended up happening is that there's now a variety there's like nine different weaknesses that a, a, a yeah. enemy can have and then you only have so many slots of what you can hold you can you know have in your weapon wheel and so you're always like kind of you always don't have everything which is yeah. you know it's it's an interesting way of, of doing it to making sure that you're always kind of a little bit on your heels um but i found that almost making things too complicated um like does it really matter that i shot it with an acid thing or a fire thing if they kind of have the exact same effect on it yeah um, so I was just curious how you kind of felt. I just felt that I felt it made the combat like a little made too JRPG too, too RPG to the point where it's like, I just want the immediacy to be there. I don't want to have to sit there and figure out all this. Yeah. I, <laughs> like I said, I think I made it way far in the game where I was just using like the base default bow. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like way further than I probably should have. Cause I was just like, this is just fun. Like I just like shoot my bow and arrow, yeah. 
Um, but I do think there are a couple points in particular where it came up where I felt like I had no choice but to. Yeah. But for the majority of the game, like I, I really just kind of played with what I what was the new weapon I got. Oh, this is kind of fun. Okay, I'll toss that in with my normal bow, mm-hmm. and I just kind of played played around with things, which I think to me was more fun than going. Okay, I really have yeah. to strategize through this. I I understand the points of both, but um, there's some really fun parts in the uh, well, yeah, really fun parts as you go through the game where like every quest level is like, Oh, you should be like a level 28 for this. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm right yeah. around to level 28. There's a couple really fun parts. One in particular where it's like, they set up the quest as being like, Oh man, like this thing is just terrorizing everybody. Like you <laughs> oh, no. gotta go stop this. <laughs> yeah. Thing. And it's like quest level 28. So I'm like, okay, I'm like 27. I'm like, let's go, let's do this. And I get into the quest and it's a main story quest at 28 or 20 somewhere in the 20s and i'm right yeah. around there and you get there and there's a big ass machine that's level 45 oh that's and fun it's like, that's cool and like literally you get there and it's like okay i'll just scan it like like oh shit did i go the wrong way and you're like nope this is what you need to do oh that's and it's, fun it has some fun like environmental stuff that like makes it manageable but you're oh, like yeah. okay like i need to use my elemental stuff here because gotcha this thing is so You're much so higher far. than me and we're going to put you in that situation where, okay, Aloy mm-hmm. really does need to be this very superior warrior to deal with this problem that nobody else can. And that's kind of a fun take on it. I did like one of the things you did mention that I, I think that we, that I, that I think they did a lot better on this one was the environmental. It was playing with your environment a lot more. Yeah. Um, they have like a lot more environmental hazards, like just laying around for you to use. Yeah. Um, and I find, I found those like, they're really fun to use. Like they do huge damage and, um, I, no, I, th- I thought those were. I thought those were really good. I really did like the combat. I think. I think the only time I wasn't feeling it, besides the RPG stuff, is sometimes an enemy would just like th- their their move was to throw themselves at you, <laughs> and then yep. and then it just feel like this immediate like confusion of like okay, so it th- so you have this giant thing fly at you, and then like you're trying to aim and figure out like where you even are on the planet before you can like get back. And I felt like a little too many got there, so it got like a little hectic sometimes. But no, it it still felt great. I really liked the the variety and all that, but that was just kind of like my minor quibbles. Although I think. I I think a lot of my thing was because I was playing on hard, which yeah. I was enjoying. But again, I'm, Elden Ring is hard enough that I don't need to mess around with stuff. <laughs> Smash your head into two walls at once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the other things I think that's interesting about this is, um, and these are again not huge stories, spoilers. But one of the cool things mm-hmm. in this is that you establish a base fairly early on and have like a yeah. kind of a base of operation for Aloy, and a lot of the progression of this game. Um, goes into the Mass Effect 2 realm of amazingness, which is we're going <laughs> to collect some people. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of like, okay, it's not even intentional. And I like that it, it veers away from Mass Effect 2 where it's like, you need to go get your guys. And when you get your guys, you're good. Yeah. This is yeah, like, yeah. you need to go get some stuff. And along the way, you meet some friends. And all, cause, because you're yes. going, essentially, once you get the base, it kind of opens up the rest of the world and says, okay, here's... You need these three things. They're in three very distinct parts of the map. Go get them. And as you kind of play around in these areas, you run into people from different tribes, from different groups. Mm-hmm. And then they like understand this huge task that um, Aloy is undertaking and how what she's doing is really going to have an impact on every single aspect mm-hmm. of life in this world. So they're kind of like, okay, well, I get it. Let me come tag along with you. And it yeah. really creates kind of this cool base area like you would get um in on the normandy and mass effect where you can kind of go in and talk to these people and you can talk to Mm -hmm. them about what's going on and they're there through the whole game so you can kind of keep checking in and going okay well what's going on you see them interacting so as you get different people 
okay, this person's from this area, this person's from this area. They're having conversations about what's going on in their world. And it just, it's a cool progression strategy that I think mm-hmm. they do in a way. Mass Effect 2 does it really well, but I think takes that and goes in a much more natural route where it's, let's not yeah. just have you collect people, but let's have you do things that intrinsically motivate those characters to come back with you. I think the thing that's kind of, yeah, no, exactly. I think the one of the interesting things come with the Mass Effect one. In Mass Effect, you're taking a more active role, and in, in, in like your your role is to go get those characters. In this one, and it's gonna, I think this this will kind of tumble more into Aloy as a character. In this one, is that she like begrudgingly accepts help? Yes. Um, that these are characters who are kind of like tagging along because they're like, we're gonna tag along with you. It's like you, if you think you're the only person who can save the world, then like we're actually kind of screwed because you actually gonna, you're gonna need more than just you to do this. Um, I thought that was, I thought that was kind of fun. It's like, so the, yeah, sorry. And that, and that plays really well into like you were saying before the difference between one and two, I think you see in, um, mm-hmm. Aloy's character a lot in yes. one, it was, it was Aloy, her focus, her task, her mission. And this, it's very much like, again, like you said, everybody can get this knowledge. Yeah. She just happens to have the face for an access code. Like she has facial recognition. <laughs> yes. That's all she gets is that she can walk up the door and goes, Oh, Hey Elizabeth. And that's like, that's her power. Like, yeah. so as you're getting these people again, it's just, it's interesting because like you're saying, they begrudgingly, a lot of it is like, I'm coming with you. She's like, no, you're not with that. No, I'm fine. Yeah. I got this. And they're like, shut the fuck up. I'm coming with you. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're ridiculous. Like, you're going yeah. that way. There is bad stuff that way. You're yeah. going to just die and ruin this for everybody if you go that way on your own. And it's and it's and it's kind of like um, I think the thing the issue I had with uh, not 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 me personally I think that I just felt like Horizon Zero Dawn Eli as a character was kind of like they they gave it it made sense that she was a loner yeah. and that she kind of acted in a way where she always kind of like looked down on the other people because she had so much knowledge and then this game is her learning that maybe that's not the best way to go about things yeah. I thought that, I thought that was really cool for her character where it makes sense where she's very standoffish. You under, I think they made it much, they explained it much better of why she's so standoffish. Yep. Um, and then it, she is a character and you are also learning along with her that, you know, she's not the chosen one necessarily. She does need help. Um, I thought that, I thought that was just very cool because again, horizon zero dawn one was like, you know, she's Luke Skywalker or whatever, just like the yep. one hero to save the day. And it's just like, and this one's like, she's i think she's learning well, as far as i got <laughs> that she's that she's not <laughs> that well, she's not that that you know um she she's she's a big part of it but she she can't do this by herself and she's going to have to learn the hard way that that you know she needs to um and it's funny she there's a few characters there's a character you meet in the beginning named farl who apparently was in the first game again didn't remember any characters I, I had the, the first same game. thought of like i think i recognize your face but i don't really remember <laughs> yeah and he's like chasing her and yeah. it's like they make it very clear that she's like she's always like kind of like oh like you know n- doesn't want him along, and she's like no I'm gonna help you re- whether you want it or not. And I, I just I thought that was just a very made Aloy just a much more interesting character because it felt like she wasn't always right. Um, yeah, and I which and is I cool. think and I think that plays into the beginning a lot. They where you start at is basically a little bit after the events of Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. and all of the characters in the kind of the area section that's connected to the first game keep referring to as oh the savior the savior the savior oh the that's savior. a good point yeah that's a good so point. you go from horizon zero dawn you start out as aloy is this outcast that nobody wants any part of because she mm-hmm. nobody knows where she came from she doesn't have a family like you're an outcast 
by the end of Zero Dawn, she's now savior to this entire group of people. You start mm. this game with her in that mindset, and she kind of rebels against that. She's like, I'm not a savior. Like, you people just don't yeah. get what's going on. Like, you don't understand what's going on. And so she's still kind of in that outcast mode of, like, I don't need your help. But people are seeing her now as a part of, like, this world. And it's just really interesting the situation that they put her in and how she goes from outcast to savior mm -hmm. to having this group of friends that she really needs and relies on to get the job done. Yeah. Yeah, it just... I, I feel like that that a plot fixing was like just like they oh, did so, so many smart good smart interesting things and of course we're staying away from a lot of spoiler stuff it's like yeah. a lot of spoiler stuff too was like really interesting wrinkles i there is there's definitely some wrinkles of the story i was like not i wouldn't say jaw dropping but definitely like kind of like put me back on my heels like oh i was not expecting that to happen but that totally makes sense for this world and that totally makes sense for what's going on and um yeah like we've been talking about silence and all but it's it's very funny there's just another character who's just smarter than her yeah <laughs> um, who's like <laughs> <laughs> who knows more than she does and is constantly taunting her about it it's very fun it's, it's a good yeah. character yeah. yeah and again i think i think if you get into spoilers you do see a lot of that come up and i think you see that evolve throughout the game and just there there are a lot of moments where you're like you could have you could have kept this really close to the original but you took some chances yeah. i think in story and going like we're gonna go big we're going to go yeah. big. We're going to go. We're going to really lean into some things and leaning into those things, I think, really helps set it apart because it makes it feel like, OK, they took a chance kind of in some of these story beats. And mm -hmm. when they pay off, they really pay off well. And I think they really do a good job of just further enhancing the world because you're seeing, again, different perspectives from mm -hmm. the Zero Dawn program that you see in the first game. It's really funny. Something we haven't talked about. It's like I, I'm surprised we spent so much time talking about the story. I didn't realize. I guess I didn't realize how interesting and smart the story was until we started talking about it more. <laughs> I'm not sure if the, the the plot itself is smart, but you can just feel the writers making really smart decisions, which I I, I and I I don't I just like that throughout. It's like you just feel the love in this game and like the smart decisions, whether it's gameplay decisions, like oh I see why this checkpoint is here or why this yeah. weapon is here and introduced here. Um, actually, one thing I would, we haven't really talked about at all. I think it's just the uh, I'm not gonna say the graphics, because <laughs> it's definitely moving, uh, moving that direction. Though is just the the world itself feels, uh, like the most lived in world I I've yeah. played. Mm -hmm. Period. I don't know. <laughs> it's I, it's uh yeah it's incredible. It's that game besides being just gorgeous to look at. Probably it's weird. Like one of the best looking games period is an open world game it, it looks as good as any linear game yep. um, but on top of that the, the world you get to explore is beautiful looking it's interesting it's not just it's not just forests but the forests look really cool they always seem, seem to make, make a this they always seem to do a really good job of like okay here's like a familiar forest and here's something we're gonna plant in this thing yeah. whether it's a cool looking village that's using some repurposed stuff that's really cool looking or you know they put in a big destroyed whatever um i just exploring this world is just absolutely incredible i just loved coming around like a new corner it's like what is that um and it's yeah. giant it's yes. giant it's yes. weirdly giant because you pull out on the map you're like oh this doesn't look too big but as you go you're like oh man like this is huge and just mm -hmm. it it doesn't have that weird like i think some open world games get into like oh this is the snowy part and the beachy part and this yes. and everything blends so like mm -hmm. as you're going from maybe a beached area you're slowly seeing some of the trees change as you make your way yes, further inland yeah. and you're seeing like different things happen as you go and up a mountain you see different things and just the 
the distance you can see when you get up on there and just the mm-hmm. way things look is just incredible when you climb some of those yeah. mountains and you're looking out. It's just it's insane what this game looks like and I just character models, everything, it's just it's so so good. It's it's so incredible. Like everything yeah. about this game is A plus, A plus, A plus, A plus. Yeah, the animation the animations are like literally like jaw dropping sometimes. There is some stuff that like looked just the animation looked as good as this, any any cg movie i think the animation this is gonna sound really stupid the animation looks too good in some scenes because then you're <laughs> actually looking at the acting of people and i'm not gonna bring up this because we talked about this uh, <laughs> on messenger a bit but you can tell when somebody's not a great actor and you can tell when somebody's a very good actor and it's not because their model looks weird it's just like well they're just just you're just they seeing the person act this. yeah yeah exactly and it's and i was just like if the the animation is that detailed that i'm not having an uncanny valley effect it's like i'm just seeing good actors and bad actors well, not bad actors but just not not as good actors um but yeah some of the animations of those scenes there there was facial expressions i was seeing characters make that i just haven't seen made in a video game before um mm-hmm. just like really subtle sort of like eye like eye rolls or like a slight smirk like a very slight slight yeah. smirk um there was one where Aloy is clearly offended. She meets these, she meets this group of characters who are like, ah, who are you woman? And she like, you can tell she's offended. She's like, okay, yeah, moving on. Um, mm-hmm. And I just thought like the, the animation they had done that was like, wow, this just looks like a very natural conversation. I, I think that made the world feel so much more alive than I think um, other, especially like, I mean, Skyrim is probably not, probably not a good example. Probably think of more, even Mass Effect. I'll try to think of more, I'll try to think of like a more, what's, that's not a modern, what's a modern example that has bad animation? Um, <laughs> Elden Ring. It's not, it's, <laughs> um, it feels like, it feels like there's people actually like living here um, and, and their costumes and everything just look just impeccable. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a cool world to explore. It's, it's fun. I was really excited when um, sometimes I just, I don't know if you did this, but if there's a place I'd already been, instead of going the path that I'd seen before, it's like, actually, you know, I can just take a longer way and kind of go through a new area I haven't seen before. It's like, okay, let's just kind of go the long way around. and Go then, on a Sunday afternoon robot ride. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, I almost, and there's, there's points when I would have, when I was right, when I was picking to take a new long route instead of just fast traveling because the world was just so interesting yeah. to look at. How'd you feel about all the uh, stuff you could do? How'd you feel about that overall? Um, again, I more or less like I would like just mainline story for like five hours, do a thing or two here, mainline yeah. story for five. So I wasn't too distracted by it just yeah. because I, I kind of willfully ignored it. Um, sure. Just because that's how I prefer to play games. Like I'm here to, yeah. I don't in my mind, if this major issue is going on, I don't really need to go get your cat new food or whatever. Um, but I think now going back and like just spending some time in side quests and things like that, it very much feels like there's some open world filler in here. Sure. Yeah. Like I was okay, just trying fair. to do, yeah. um, I don't remember what they were called. Something contracts, supply contracts. Oh God. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just busy work. It's like, here's a busy work. Ooh, you did that busy work. Here's a busy work. And it, yeah, I think, I think one of the things that I loved about zero dawn was the side quest felt intentional and everything you were doing felt intentional. Mm-hmm. This loses a little bit of that, but I think that's, but I think what's really cool is they made a lot of the main junk 
yeah. more meaningful. Like Tallnecks in this are insane. Oh, sure, sure. Tallnecks sure. like when you're doing, tall, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you go to Tallneck in the first game, it's like, oh, here's one. Just find the big tree and climb up it, and then jump yeah. over. Whereas this, it's like, there's one where I don't, I don't even know if we're really spoiling a Tallneck, but like, there's one that's like stuck, and then you realize that scavengers found the parts, so you have to go reboot the Tallneck, and you have to put its parts back together, and then okay now it's alive and it has this really beautiful and amazing like awakening scene and then yeah. you have to go okay and now i gotta jump on it and do my whole thing with it so even the side quests i felt like were more had more weight to um i think those things got better but i feel like at the same time we added a whole bunch of checklist stuff so it's kind yeah. of a hit or miss for me i think i think if you left off some of the busy work good but you also improved i think the good stuff that was already there yeah, I think I think because uh, it's funny because uh, I think the way they even show like in your in your objectives that they actually have like side quests then side side quest. There's like five errands. different. There's like five different errands. Yeah, there's like four <laughs> different tiers of. There's main quest, side quest, errand, and then contract. And I think there may be like another. Lower well, and then tier. you get, and then like every yeah. every collectible thing has like their tied in. Oh, so you've yeah, got like a, your yes. tall neck quest, your rebel camp quest, your whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. That, yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, God, if you go to that right quest there. menu, it's like it's like a scroll of like probably twenty different things. But I f- I felt like the 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 side quests, the things that are labeled side quests, were strong enough on their own, and there was enough of them yeah. that you didn't need all that extra busy work. You could yes. have just had main quest and then side quest the game, and that would have been honestly just fine. I think that I think sometimes I think one of the reasons I kind of besides Elden Ring coming out, I got a little burned out on it because there was just so much to do. Um, and really did it need all those extra, I mean, some of the side stuff like it's, it's kind of fun and it's kind of fun and interesting, but again, it does feel like filler. It'd be really nice if they just kind of cut down. It's like, Hey, you know, our side missions were super strong this game, our main and side missions. What if we just made more strong side missions instead well, of whatever weirdo stuff? Yeah. And well, what's interesting is now working my way towards that platinum trophy. You can almost <laughs> tell that they knew some of it was filler. Cause like, yeah. it's like, do all of the side quests in the dawn, do all the side quests in this area, do all the side. And then it's like complete three rebel camps. Oh really? That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I, didn't realize that. Get, I think there's one that's literally like, cause I went through and I, before I was really paying attention to trophies, I was like, okay, well I'm assuming I got to get everything. I'll get my trophy. So I went and got all of the, yeah. one of the early collectibles are like the signal lenses. So I was like, yes. oh, I'll go grab all of those. And I got all of them. I was like, oh, my trophy didn't pop up. That's weird. I was like, oh, there's no trophy for actually getting all of these. Like, all the collectibles, it's just like, get one signal lens. Get oh, that's one. Funny. That's so smart. Like, that's see. Which, again, yeah. from somebody who's like, okay, like, I want to get the platinum. I got the platinum in the other one. I don't normally, but I love this game. I'm going to try it. Just why not? It's yeah. something fun to do. I appreciate that. But at the same time, it's almost like admitting, like, <laughs> yeah, we know. We know you don't really want to do all this stuff. So yeah. we're not going to really force it in here I, i'm i'm really curious like i, w- I would love i'd love to, to maybe ask like, a game developer like what is the what's the benefit of having 20 bandit camps instead of having like three real good ones yeah you know I, I i don't know i don't know if there's just something like additional value for the player or something like that but it's like i mean I'd rather it's a 10 of these things give me like two really good ones and then like i do the two and i'm done i'm out <laughs> but i think i think that's the difference between people's take on video games like i am perfectly sure, fine with fair. a six out a really strong six hour video game that costs 60 bucks, yeah. whatever I'm in. Somebody else yeah. can play that six hour, $60 video game. And go, I only got six hours, but I can get 400 out of Assassin's Creed. And I think there's that value yeah. proposition of trying to balance like, okay, 
We need the people like Brad who really just want to be here for the 10 to 20 hours, get a good story, yeah. have some fun. And the people are like, no, this is my time sink for the next two months. And I think that's probably yeah. something to do with finding that balance. Now, again, I don't design games. No, no, but... no I think no, that makes sense because you were able to play through it. Like get play a hundred percent, like not a hundred, like play a hundred percent of the main quest in thirty-ish hours, and I'm like stuck at fifty, sixty percent at forty, at like forty hours. So I mean, maybe that is the idea. Maybe that's just not for us, sort of thing. That, and that's, um, I mean, and that's I, always what yeah. I take all of that. I, that's how I take side quests and games. Yeah. Is that's there for somebody else, not for me. I would rather play yeah. three eight-hour games in twenty-four sure. hours than yeah. one twenty-four-hour game. I just I like yeah. the thought of like, okay, I made it through this. I accomplished this. Like. I don't find I did all the bandit camps in Horizon to yeah. feel like that big of accomplishment for me personally. Yeah, because I was really enjoying doing all the side the, all the side quests, and then I just started getting too many side quests. Like this is overwhelming, and now I'm just like, yeah, all right, time to time to do main quest and get, just let my side quest build up. But no, anyway, I don't want to end there. I think it's a, I think it's just a really I think it's a really fun game. Just, I was just curious because it is a humongous game. <laughs> and, and if you Horizon, want it to be, yeah, and Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn didn't have that. Again, I think that's no, where this not. just takes no. this just takes everything and goes in a direction that i think is good i think it's good to be bigger and i think it's good mm -hmm. to be differentiate differentiated enough where okay you can have your 20 to 30 hour story experience and you can have your oh my god all the shit on the map experience so <laughs> yeah. you know you've got all this stuff again i think just to wrap it up just everything is a huge step up it's a, yeah it's taking one of my favorite games and doing everything not only a little bit better, but a lot better. Yeah. Which is one of those yeah. things I think is hard to do. It's hard to take somebody's favorite thing and go, okay, you did my favorite thing, but better, but you did my favorite thing and like made it wholly a new and enjoyable experience in a way that I didn't mm -hmm. think it would be able to be. And I think that yeah. is a ridiculous accomplishment that this game was able to pull off. It definitely feels like everything you wanted from Horizon Zero Dawn 2, it, it did. Yeah, it, did. <laughs> it just it just it, it's like a perfect it's it is like I think it's like just one of the probably one of the best sequels I've, I've, I've at least I've ever played for sure. Um, yeah, it's it awesome. is. It's I think it's like the, it's almost like the Uncharted two, but you know, Horizon Zero Dawn one was already really good. <laughs> yeah, it's it in my mind there are a lot of parallels between this and Mass Effect two. Sure, and I feel like we could get more into that in a spoiler yeah. cast, but there are so many sure. parallels between this where in my mind I'm just thinking like, man. I'm going to love me some Horizon 3, but I already know this is the best one in the series. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Anyway, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.